1: Welcome to the Locked on Hornets podcast. We are coming to you from the Gittimer.com studios in Uptown Charlotte. If you're in sales and need help, visit Gittimer.com today to learn how they can help you do the one thing you want to do, and that's make more sales. Make sure you are following us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Hornets and on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Locked on Hornets. You can find myself on Twitter at Walker Mail, Doug at Doug Branson NBA I'm back. and Nada at Nada the Scribe. Wait, Doug, you changed your handle. Is that correct? Did you change it, or is it Doug Branson NBA still?
2: No, I'm sorry. I had
1: a couple of times where I had the, the most trouble trying to tweet at you, and I feel like your handle was in a transition, so it just wouldn't let me tweet at you a couple times.
2: I'm glad you brought this up, Walker, because I did not really let anyone know about what I did, but I did change it from Doug Branson NBA. To Doug Branson LOH and so told
1: it, nobody. So you can't. So you can't find Doug at Doug Branson NBA. You have to go to Doug Branson LOH.
2: Yeah, I didn't even tell myself to change it in the rundown, which is why you are reading it incorrectly. Not your fault. That was totally you that's irresponsible my fault. somebody. But let me tell you why I did it. Because there is a like a troll account or a troll organization that has made all of these fake accounts that end in the in the letters NBA. Now, yeah. why did I do this to begin with? Because back in the day, several years ago, if you put NBA in your handle, it got you a little bit of traction. People were looking for NBA. This is back before Twitter was- Like, know, what years
1: are we talking about?
2: Oh, like four or five years ago, when Twitter right. was less searchable. People yeah. were going there yeah. looking for NBA news, so they, they put in NBA and, and your name would come up. And, but now that's not as useful and people are using that in a parody type of way- so, so people just, are
1: clowning people with NBA next their right. name and, <laughs> and trolling people. Yeah, <laughs> yes. So you were part of the crowd that was getting clowned. Yes. <laughs> <So you changed laughs> it. Is this? This is why you didn't want to let everybody know.
2: Part of that, yeah, sure, yeah, that that was part of the
1: reason. <laughs> so now but, you're LOH. Nobody's clowning LOH. Doug, now. all you had to say was legit All you really had to say was,
0: I had to do this just to get on. I got. I'm a G now. I have my
1: stripes. And leave me alone. He's graduated. He doesn't need NBA in his name. People know who Doug Branson are. Have you heard of Dougaholics? Exactly, that's right. You an OG in these streets. It's Doug Branson, L O H. Thanks, guys. We don't need NBA. And you can find Nada at Nada the Scribe. Yeah, that that, that handle hasn't changed in about seven years. I was about to say Nada the Scribe. That's a pretty. That's a pretty strong handle. We don't need to change that. Exactly. Mine's just my name. It's pretty boring. It's just Walker Mail. <laughs> like it, you, it. And it's never really even changed. I think back in the day when you're in high school, or not. I actually didn't have a Twitter in a long time. For a long time, it was. Just Facebook for me. And then I got on Twitter. And I think my handle first was uh, Mailman, M-E-H-L, man, nickname, Mailman2315. I don't my, like that. No, that's money. God, man. No, it's a sick nickname. I'm a huge fan of the Mailman nickname. A sick name. It's been given to me. Sick
0: by, like. I
1: had a good high school game one time, and it was the headline, the Mailman delivered or something like that in the local paper. So I went with it.
0: So, So you basically took something from high school.
1: No, it, it went from it, high school. And my, my brothers, they played basketball as well. So it, it's a thing. And it's a sick thing, and I'm not going to let you slander it. We're oh, part I'm of the Locked On Podcast Network. Not I didn't know if you knew that. It's your team every day. <laughs> Visit LockedOnSports.com to check out all of our podcasts on the NBA, the NFL, MLB, and Fantasy Sports. So enough about Twitter handles. Let's go to the big news in the NBA. LeBron James, he signs a four-year deal, a three-year deal with a player option on the back end mm-hmm. of that with the Los Angeles Lakers. Over 153 million, 153.3, correct? So LeBron James now going to the West Coast, going with the LA Lakers, and interesting because it's somebody that was rumored to only commit to the Lakers if another domino fell first. So it was going to be him going to the Lakers if Paul George went, pulls a surprising move and stays with the Oklahoma City Thunder, and Kawhi Leonard was not traded for. So LeBron, the first domino to fall for the Lakers, and now it seems like every other free agent out there is being linked to the Lakers. Aaron Gordon was linked to him. Clint Capella, DeMarcus Cousins. Now we have Lance Stevenson teaming up. I was going to say, JaVale those McGee were, those were all
2: great names, Walker, yeah. but let's talk about who actually totally will be joining them. Yes. So the now, Lakers.
1: no, we we not we don't get Aaron Gordon, we don't get DeMarcus. Clint Capella apparently they're still interested in, but it's going to be a lot of money. They can't sign him. All right, so now we're just going to settle for Lance Stevenson on a one-year deal, KCP on a one-year deal. We'll get JaVale McGee. we we'll, just get the misfits all together with the Los Angeles Lakers, and now they're looking at other guys like Tyreek Evans as somebody that could be going to the L.A. Lakers,
0: which it makes no sense because at this point, where's the jump shooting coming from? This team is going to be so easy to defend. Matter of fact, there's a parallel with this with a couple of the Hornets team a couple of years ago. Remember when we had Gerald Henderson, Lance Stevenson, Kemba Walker, Marvin Williams al jefferson and could none of them hit from 15 feet or out that was the worst three-point shooting team i've ever seen in my life only this team may be worse this is not going to look good unless they do something else with it
1: and so you would have to think they're doing something else right so let's get into what the lakers are really trying to do so they get lebron they get him for four years which is i think the thing to take away from this it's Insane that he gets four years when really it's a guy that had been getting the one-year and one-player option, the one-plus-one, for the last couple of decisions that he made contractually. Mm -hmm. But now he's locked in. It's it's someone that is going to be a Laker for maybe not the entirety of his career, but for a long time, maybe. The closing chapter. This is the
0: closing chapter of the LeBron as a dominant player, as we know it, is happening in L.A. This is, like, literally—this is Wilt going to L.A., after he did all that damage with the Philadelphia Warriors.
1: So you know this can't be the last move for the Lakers because no. it's not enough to beat Golden State. Even if they get Kawhi... It's not enough to beat Houston or maybe even no. uh, New, uh, New Orleans. I'll, 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 have him, I'll have him third as it stands right now. I think if, that's still too high. If, if you were to get Kawhi, then I'd have him second. I'd have him maybe ahead of the Houston Rockets. But even then, it's it's challenging. Yes. You, you, you still have work to do. So Kawhi is the guy that everyone is going to be looking at to maybe be an acquisition for the Lakers, but it's going to be tougher to trade for them now because of all the money that they've spent this season. They are making one year deals so you can get off of that money again. And I think that's fantastic. But the problem becomes, are you just willing to maybe not throw away a year of LeBron? No, you're punting, but not seriously contending with LeBron. It's you're- going to be not as bad as the Cavaliers situation, but, but you might get less further you're not going to get as far because the western conference is just tougher. Yeah. So interesting stuff all the way around, but at the end of the day, to me, when you sit back and really think about it, just weird to see LeBron as a Laker. And more importantly, now the
0: highway for the Charlotte Hornets per se might be a little bit more wide open when it comes to making the playoffs. It kind of makes these it kind of makes these decisions that they've made a little bit easier knowing that there's at least one less team that they have to worry about for four games every season. So, again, from that standpoint, I get where the Hornets go, but as far as the Lakers go, there's going to be some interesting waters to swim in.
2: Well, we've discussed for a long time the logic of what the Hornets were trying to accomplish by continuing to contend, and and one of those pieces was what if LeBron James jumps ship and goes to the Western Conference. And now that has come to fruition, the Hornets in a position to try to continue to win in the Eastern Conference. It, it, to me, it signals that the, the trade, the Kimball Walker trade that so many people have been speculating about and deciding if it's a good idea or not, I, I just, I don't think it's going to happen at this point because I think the Hornets are content to try and contend in the Eastern Conference.
1: Yeah, I I completely agree with you. And I think the writing has been on the wall for the Hornets for a while. And depending on what happened in free agency with other guys, you know, things could have changed. But to me, when Dwight Howard was traded for short-term cap relief, to me, that was a sign that the Hornets are going to go for a postseason berth.
2: They, They believe in their youth. And I think they believe that the new coach- Well, you heard
1: Malik Monk. I mean, they have tied themselves heavily yeah. to Malik. We, we've gotten it from Mitch Kupchak. We sure. got it from Borrego immediately. But they they keep doubling down on Malik Monk is going to get a lot of minutes. And Rick Benell mentioned it today in an interview with the Wake Up Call. We heard about it with Mitch Kupchak. We played that audio for you on uh, Friday. Audio, Yes, on Friday we played that for you. But everybody is saying one. Not only are they going to tie themselves to Malik Monk, but they kind of have to because they don't have a whole lot of other options. And you kind of have to agree because we all discuss they need backcourt help. Malik Monk happens to be in the backcourt, and it's a number eleven overall pick.
2: Speaking of Malik Monk, breaking. we have some
1: catching new, or we yes. have some news to catch up on. Doug,
2: breaking Malik Monk news. Yes. That's right. You can catch all of the breaking Malik Monk news right here on the Locked On Hornets podcast. This one coming from Twitter. He tweeted this on June thirtieth at seven o'clock PM, putting this at Traeger Grills to use all summer. Hashtag Traeger Nation. Got a couple of pictures here of what is definitely uh, That's a
0: decent that's a decent grill
1: spread. That's, nice that's, that's a sweet grill, man.
2: Nice grill. I,
1: I've gotten more manly in that regard. Like I'm not I did not yeah, used no, to be no, a, tell a, a grill what master. Been doing. No, so I I got a grill um I think somewhat late May and i've okay. grilled out every single weekend except for this weekend so i broke my streak didn't grill out this weekend but the way my apartment's set up my town home is it's ne- it's right next to the pool which is really cool so right next to the pool grilling out every weekend and only 50 bucks for a charcoal grill portable nice size but that thing is awesome. That thing is awesome. But back to you. <laughs> you don't. Second. You don't like grilling out every weekend. No, it's too hot. That's you it. t- you're gonna mess around, catch heat stroke. Well, we're not grilling out during the heat of the day. So it, I'm
2: worried it, about your heart health. To be gets, perfectly honest. Well,
1: we're eating. We're not. I'm not eating burgers the whole time. It's grilled chicken. So I'm eating a lot of chicken. I'm getting some zucchini on there, putting the tinfoil around the zucchini and the squash. Like, I've been experimenting a little bit. I'm proud of myself. Have
0: you done grilled peaches yet?
1: I have not done grilled peaches.
0: Grilled peaches are awesome. You get a decent little... Put that
1: on some chicken, too? I'd be down for that. Have you ever had the peach salsa on chicken, on grilled chicken? No! Well, well, first off, I don't... The the slander today is real. Like, you can put some peach salsa on some grilled chicken. Yes, you can. Have you ever had
2: that? I've had it before. I'm not a fan. It's good stuff. Malik Monk doing a good job here of seasoning his burgers. That's number one thing you got to take away. Corn on the cob, that's a nice addition. Sausages, ribs. I mean, the assortment of things that he's able to get onto this grill and manage, to me, it really, I think, look, I know they are moving Malik Monk more to the shooting guard position, but I love this decision-making here. I think he's able to balance a lot of things at the same time. To me, that signals good guard and good, ability. And a good job by him.
1: He has three trays to work with, which one is just awesome, but yes. he's putting the chicken on the bottom. you got to make sure that thing is cooked. You can't have that pink at all. So good job by him getting close to the heat source. Then you have some burgers, different types of burgers, one on top and one in the middle. So you have your more well-done burgers down low mm-hmm. and you have a good medium-rare, maybe your more rare burgers up at the top and the corn all the way up at the top as well. So very good decision-making by Malik Monk. Maybe that's going to lead into the point guard decision a little bit. So Malik maybe. Monk doing some good stuff. Stuff. Big Me-
0: Monk also reminding you that he is, in fact, from Memphis, right yeah. there.
1: Yeah, well, Arkansas, right? Is he not from Arkansas?
0: Memphis, I believe.
1: Yeah, Arkansas. Arkansas, oh. pretty sure. But sure. Memphis would have been more appropriate for that grill. Yes. It would be. But Arkansas can probably grill, too. Hey, you were Put talking about
2: Tyreek Evans, by the way. We've got yeah, some well, Tyreek Evans news that has to do with the Hornets. Here's the the tweet here from John Martin of 929 ESPN. What is this, in Memphis?
0: This is in Memphis, yes. Uh, Arkansas, I believe.
2: <laughs> 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 so it's, here's the tweet. Tyreek Evans' brother, quote, if the Grizzlies asked us for a last-minute meeting, we would take it. And then John Martin goes on to tweet, sounds like his decision will come down to the Thunder, the Lakers, the Warriors, or the Hornets. What are they doing in there? Yeah. Uh, What?
1: The Hornets? Along with the Lakers? They got LeBron, Golden State, and the Thunder. They got some stars on those teams.
2: Right, but they also are are cash-strapped at this point. All three of those teams paying the tax, meaning that they will have the taxpayers' mid-level exception, which will be lower than the Hornets' mid-level exception.
0: I would add the Lakers already used it for for Lance Stevenson.
1: Uh-huh. But we also, the Lakers cap situation, to me, it all depends on Julius Randle, right? Like, they it have does. the money if they don't extend the qualifying offer to Randle. So they still have the money to work with until they extend that offer for him. So the Lakers could go after Tyreek. They could have more money to work with than the Hornets, but... Again, if they don't extend that offer to Randall, or if they do extend that offer to Randall, then that's where the cap problems come in.
2: So doing some assumptions here, but you would assume with with those teams there that the Hornets are are the team that can offer more money. The Thunder Lakers Warriors can obviously offer... Championship contention.
0: Yes, they, basically they would be offering him eight point three million, where the most I believe any of them can offer is four and a half.
2: Now, why Walker would the Hornets be going after Tyreek Evans if indeed they are going after Tyreek Evans?
1: Thank you for asking, Doug. I, I do think that it would be a worthy acquisition for the Hornets to go get Tyreek. One, you look at last season, Tyreek Evans had a career year shooting the basketball, really, and. You see the volume go up, two more attempts from beyond the arc per game than he ever had in any other season. Five and a half, and his previous high was three and a half, essentially, 3.4 to be exact in 2016-2017. He also had 3.4 attempts in 2015 and 2016. So it's a guy that you've seen have an uptick in his volume, at least from beyond the arc. And he shot 40% last year. Shot 40% with all those attempts. And even if you get a guy that doesn't have another career high, right? Like, even yeah. if you get Tyreek Evans, who doesn't shoot 40% once again, and you get somebody that shoots 35%. I'll take 38 right now. And, and, and if you get 36, 37 from Tyreek, that would be good. But it's someone that shot that in his season prior to last. So you've seen him slightly increase his value from beyond the arc the last couple of seasons. He's adapting to where the NBA is going, and he doesn't surrender any size in the backcourt. It's a guy that has a 6'6", 6'5", frame, And of course, when you're talking about the Charlotte Hornets, I think that's probably the number one thing you look at (laughs) when you're talking about point guard acquisitions, because we want Malik Monk to work out so badly, and we understand that the size is just not enough there with Malik in the backcourt. So maybe you bring in Tyreek Evans with good defensive numbers, good shooting numbers. To me, it makes a lot of sense to bring in Tyreek if it's a chance. If they're going after a postseason berth, and they want to spend money on a guy to help them do so... I think Tyreek Evans, I think he makes a lot of sense here in Charlotte.
0: He does make a lot of sense, and also, if we're talking about more ball movement, more positionless basketball, I think a move for Tyreek Evans only helps this team do that and possibly create more competition. The one area of concern I do have, and we discussed it Friday, Walker, was how much of this, again, especially with a roster crunch that's cluttered, I mean, what about a Dwayne Bacon's development that's something that you do have to worry going forward
1: and I think if you're looking at Tyreek you have to assume he's in the backcourt if you're going to bring him into Charlotte because you're right Mitch Kupchak using that word cluttered it's why they didn't bring Travion Graham back it's why he wasn't as high on Dwayne Bacon as we had kind of hoped yeah. and I've kind of talked about a little bit so if he's going to be a part of this team you would imagine their plans for him would be in the backcourt with Malik Monk and it's someone that was a point guard coming out of college I think he could handle those duties.
2: And listen, Tyreek Evans, a little unlucky that he had a career year in this offseason where money's tight with a lot of these teams. Sure. So you you wonder if Tyreek looks at the situation and goes, if I can sign a short-term deal with the Charlotte Hornets and make a little bit more money and then go out next offseason and look for my, you know, my ring chase. It
0: worked for Jeremy Lin. I mean... It worked for him. No, but, Jer-
2: but Lynn was, co- but that was different, right? Because Lynn was coming off a little bit of a of a down season, whereas no, the Tyreek- Hornets had a
1: couple reclamation projects that yeah. season where they brought in Jeremy, who was not a hot commodity. Then he gets 12 and a half Right.
2: This would be the Hornets buying high.
1: Correct. And this would be somebody that they take a chance on and think maybe Tyreek didn't just have a career year. Maybe this is the new Tyreek. And I, I tend to believe this is the new Tyreek. Year 10.
2: Year 10 for Tyreek.
1: Maybe, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Maybe you have Tyreek not shooting 40%. But again, you get 37. Even you get 36. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with Tyreek doing that. And a hot commodity in the trade market, too, last year. A lot of teams were linked to him. Philadelphia, I believe, was a team that might have been interested. Boston was as Boston well. certainly was. We can remember Boston yeah. was a team that was really looking at Tyreek at the trade deadline. But eventually, nothing happened. The one thing about trade
0: market with Tyreek Evans, if this all goes to pot, he essentially has a no-trade deal because he's got 10 years of service. So anywhere that he wants to go is basically where you trade. So it does kind of limit your options there.
1: If you want to support our show and the amazing people that put it together, consider joining our Patreon community for as little as $1 a month. You can help us keep making the Daily Hornets content that you've come to trust. Go to patreon.com L-O-H. There's a link in the description of this episode. Get double entries into our contests and access to content before anyone else. Patreon.com slash L-O-H. Every dollar goes to making this the best Hornets talk in all of Charlotte. We'll be back in just one moment. More discussion on the Charlotte Hornets. I'm in free agency. And also, we got a FIBA fight. It's going to be interesting to talk about. Stick around on the Locked On Hornets podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. You are listening to the Locked On
2: Hornets podcast.
1: We don't want that Pacers talk You got to
2: respect the satchel.
1: We don't want that Cavs talk. (laughs) What you got, Doug?
2: I have the entirety turn this satchel's a little loud today <laughs> it's the quiet satchel no
1: nah, we're ba- it's a club banging in here it's time for more of the locked on hornets podcast welcome back to locked on hornets walker mail nada edwards doug branson all joining you here today Talking about Tyreek Evans and the possible acquisition that he could be here for the Charlotte Hornets. Again, going up with a few other teams, Golden State, Oklahoma City, and what was the other team? Los Angeles. Angeles, Yeah. All all those teams have in common with Charlotte is that they are a little bit cap-stricken. So who knows? Possibly Tyreek could be a guy that comes to play with the Charlotte Hornets. And again, all of us really agreeing that he'd be a nice addition here for the Charlotte Hornets if they were able to do that. It'd be a, a good run, I think, at the postseason. So... Moving on, some news coming on Twitter today, and really just what is blowing up on Twitter, just in NBA Twitter circles. FIBA's still going on as we speak. <laughs> Australia versus the Philippines.
2: Yeah, playing it now. Yeah. Yeah. Playing now. It's Australia is this Australia versus the Philippines, oh, oh. FIBA basketball, and they are oh my gosh, it's a riot. <laughs> it's Don Maker just yeah. running wild.
1: Thawne maker giving out high knees, <laughs> Maker not using it. Basically, he could have had no arms and still been as effective as he was right there.
2: Malice in the It's like the malice in the palace, but it's the malice overseas.
1: Exactly. Yeah, you don't have audience involved right now. Thankfully. But
2: still a lot people. you
1: didn't and, need and this, it. Those, this,
0: you got both teams involved.
1: And, yeah. and still going at it. Now they're all running towards the baseline. I, yeah, and we didn't even it's see the 12 there was a fight on there. 1 at <laughs> that point. <laughs> oh.
0: There's one dude just getting the
1: beats taken put to him right now. My God, it's still going on. Yes.
2: Now this goes on for a solid. Let's see. What's what's oh, there's a chair,
1: and then we get the chair throw. Did we just see a chair fly through? Yes, there is a chair right there. So and that oh, that he got
0: he got hurt. Yeah, he got messed up. He got messed up. Now, mind you, did you guys know that? Andre Blach for some reason. Yes, thank you. That's the number one thing I for knew for the Philippines.
1: Yes, that's the number one thing I wanted to bring up. So Thon Maker is the guy to bring up in all of this. Yes, but as I'm watching this video, I'm looking and I see this big dude just immediately not hesitate at all to throw hands. I mean, th- this course. guy is is down. Yeah, and I look at his face. That's Andre Blach. Yeah, playing for the Philippine national team.
0: I did not realize he was an official nationalized Filipino citizen until about <laughs> I don't know what three hours ago. So so it's just him and JaVale McGee right now
1: and, representing the Philippines. And like, when, when you look at Andre Blatch, by the way, and his career, not surprised <laughs> at all that Andre Blatch <laughs> no. is involved in this immediately. Absolutely not. Like, seeing the face, it looked like it was a guy –
2: who it was looked ready like for a fight. yeah,
1: that was ready for a fight, and then I—that's what it jump
2: started on- it. The little guy number seven jumping four feet in the air to to punch the tall guy in the face. No, exactly,
1: it, it, it all happened what really so fast. Got this
2: thing started.
1: It all happened so fast,
2: and it's fast.
0: the little guys that generally start this. The scrappy <laughs> dude. How two.
2: inappropriate would it be if I played?
0: Everybody was for Oh
2: yeah, <laughs> like over it. Carlton Douglas makes this a lot better. Was that Oh yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: In fact, <laughs> and I mean it works so well for Thon Maker.
1: It does work. It, it works the best for Thon. What, what do we got next? The Mortal Kombat theme. Choose your destiny.
0: Oh
2: god. <laughs> Where the glow sticks? There goes, Where's the there glow sticks for this? There were teammates fighting with each other from the Philippines. They weren't. They were not reserving it for the Yellowjays. Yeah, somebody needs to say. Oh, there was the chair throw. The chair throw hit a poor photographer.
0: Yeah, that's that's something that we don't see much in America. In these foreign nations,
2: furniture
1: goes flying. Yeah. Well, apparently,
0: I mean, y'all remember the Georgetown brawl from a couple years ago? Yes.
1: I Georgetown. Do. Yes, I
0: remember that. <laughs> where Georgetown basically was just, was a national team, right? Yeah, the Chinese national team put the beats. ...to that Georgetown
1: team. I feel Ooh. bad for them. Somebody needs to sample that Mortal Kombat.
2: That was intense. That was, yes, they a, do.
1: They could, they, that could be going into club right now and I'd dance to it.
2: Yes, exactly. I,
1: I, I was waiting for my glow sticks, personally. I was Yeah, I'm ready for some strobe lights. Exactly. Mortal Kombat, that sounds like a club banger.
0: It is a club banger.
1: I'm ready to do that. Andre Blatch, the number one thing I took away from that. Well, Thonmaker's number one because, again, it's a guy that just looks like a baby deer learning how to walk. Yes. And so when he's running, running around... Not swinging any, his arms could be glued to his side and he would have still been just as effective in that fight as he was right there.
2: Oh, great. Disney's now making flying stunt robots that can pose like superheroes in (laughs) midair humanoid robots capable of being catapulted into the air to perform stunts.
0: We are officially in the Matrix.
2: Yeah, not not only do we have nine superhero movies a year from Disney, but now they are also now also ushering in the apocalypse. Doug,
0: Doug, Doug. The Doug, robot Doug.
2: apocalypse.
0: Check yourself. Check yourself. You leave me and the people that enjoy these nine superhero movies a year <laughs> alone. Stick to your
2: stick to the mission impossible and the Ethan hunts that you're used to. Okay. I love Mission Impossible. I spent all weekend watching all five of the movies.
1: And your favorite favorite is number one. That's the best one.
2: Number one is obviously the favorite. I, I think it's a lot of people's favorite because it's classic because it's it, actually, it, has, it actually has spy movie elements in it. I mean, the four, four and five that just came out in the past couple of years, they're fine movies. They're, they're great action films, but they've got no heart. It's all action, no heart. So was the first one. No, the first one had plenty of a, a heart. You had, you had. Spoiler alert: Ethan's entire team dies, and and he has to avenge their. Well, it's a
0: big spoiler alert. Their death. Thank exactly. you. Exactly. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Quick. That, that happens alert. very. Wait, 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 that wait. happens very. How, how <laughs> Walker? How's this
1: a spoiler for you? Um, I may or may not have. No, 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 uh-uh. Answer the question. I haven't seen Mission Impossible. It's a bad one. I haven't called you. this. Uh, it's bad. That's a bad. I one. haven't
0: called you cultured savage <laughs> oh. i work with again i work with him oh okay yeah yeah
1: yes yeah. i that that's yeah. fantastic
0: congratulations you just
1: I'm distracted too, me off my point though. i'm too busy watching sports and eating peanut butter and grape jelly sandwiches with my pumpkin pie as a dessert to finish it all off
0: let's just go to break
1: that's what i like to do let's just go to break um yeah if hornet summer mini camp that's going on right now we'll, we'll mention that really quickly Pete Willie tweeting out, that's more Malik Monk news if you wanted to put that out there, that Monk, Hernan Gomez, all the young guys, basically, all performing at, at Hornets' mini summer minicamp. Nothing really to bring up a whole lot, just it's starting today.
0: Miles Bridges signed his contract.
1: Yes, he did, and, and getting the 120% um signing the signing bonus worth 120 percent of his contract correct i believe yes, that was I it and that's so. about standard for rookies that sign who get drafted in the first round so taking care of a couple of things here today for the charlotte Hornets, some news breaking for the charlotte hornets if you love this podcast make sure you are checking out all that the locked on podcast network has to offer visit lockdownnetwork.com today to get updated on every single team every single day and if you want to get updated on every single member of the top 30 club in the best charlotte hornets of all time stick around to hear that on the other side of the break doug has to catch up he brought a couple different beers today for the best charlotte beers of all time none for us stick around on the lockdown hornets podcast and the lockdown podcast network you are listening to the lockdown hornets podcast
2: unless mitch has buzz on his lap and buzz is sort of Santa the ven- style the i like it oh yeah or ventriloquist you know? Well, let's how
1: how, how much ventriloquist vendri- I'm yeah. going go <laughs> I don't think anything, or I don't, I don't want to go that much. Whoa! Yeah, I don't want to go with ventriloquist. Let's go. I like the Santa style a little bit more. Either one is creepy. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Before we get into the top 30 Charlotte Hornets of all time and the best beer, James Borrego filled out his coaching staff. Was that today that ended? Or was that yesterday, I believe? Today it was
0: announced. It was announced about, I want to say, 10 a.m. this morning.
1: And Wojnarowski, I believe, tweeted that out. It was a Woj yeah. bomb. Actually, a couple days ago, because I remember its free agency was about to start. And it opened up, really, with Woj announcing that Chad iski it was going to yeah. me- be a member of the Charlotte Hornets coaching staff for a while. As you're just as you keep refreshing Woj's page, yeah. it was Chad Eske being hired by the Hornets was the latest tweet.
0: Is it bad that I was at a live show for a friend I was supposed to be supporting them, and I ended up in the parking lot at 10 p.m. just refreshing Twitter? So you're saying you car? left
1: the concert early? Is what you're saying?
0: Oh, uh, it wasn't really a concert. It was like a dive bar with a live show. Out.
1: So yeah, yeah. I don't think that's bad. I mean, as long as. I mean, did the guy that you were supporting, however the band or whoever you were supporting, the band I was supporting, they didn't like it. I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, nice! Wow, <laughs> <laughs> it's got some beef. NBA free agency it causes a lot of beef. It caused it here within the studio. I was just as well. trying to do my job. So among the coaching staff, Jay Triano, he'll be the lead assistant. Mm-hmm. Chad Iski who just was hired by Borrego. He will be a part of it as well. Jay Hernandez, who he coached with in Orlando and will coach the summer league team. Ronald Norred, a member of the Butler championship appearance team, was a, made a couple appearances there, coaching or playing, I should say, under Brad Stevens. So interesting hire from Ronald Norred when that happened, I believe, about a month ago, something like that. And Dutch Gately, formerly the Spurs video intern. So that's the coaching staff for James Borrego. And that's the coaching staff that's going to try to take this Hornets team, you would think, to the postseason this this we year. We hope. Yeah, that's at least what it looks like they're going after. So now we'll mention the – you want to go beer or Hornets let's first? Let's do the time? two beers. Out, let's get those out of the way. I feel like we like going beers first.
2: I'm let's, worried about, about these robots, good. guys. <laughs> the project was born of a research experiment named Stickman. Stickman was a robot who was able to perform acrobatic flips and was essentially just an articulated pole. But that's how these stories always start. You start with an articulated pole, and then one thing leads to another, and we're all batteries.
1: Have you? And we've all human seen human
2: batteries.
1: And we've all seen the robot dogs with no faces. Essentially, we've yes. seen that roaming Twitter. I don't know why we're experimenting that with my, my myself. I, I don't. No, no, I don't get no, that. No.
0: Is it bad that I, when you said articulated poll, I completely thought of something else?
1: Is it in one of our polls? One no, of our many no, fantastic polls.
0: No, what is it? No. Let's just move on. Y'all yeah, catch. I you don't like that. All right,
1: Doug, give us a couple beers, man. What's up?
2: All right. The 24th best Charlotte beer, according to this list that I stole from the internet, is cacao. Wait a minute. A coffee beer? This stout has a fantastic profile of cocoa nibs, cinnamon, vanilla, and two types of peppers ancho and pasilla chiles from Heist, available in the winter. Another Another winter beer. Just just getting you ready for the cold winter robot apocalypse. Number 23, the 23rd best beer in Charlotte, because I have to catch up, is Notarized. I think I've actually drank this one. That's a great name for a beer. Yeah, For a Nota
1: beer, fantastic name.
2: This is available in the fall. It is a bold double IPA. That's twice the IPA.
1: Just not a fan of IPAs, man. Just can't get behind the hops, so probably won't be. I'll try it. I'll, yeah, exactly. I think I tried Not it. And I it. Whole like class. A, eh,
2: all right. Another one with a spicy finish. How do you feel like? How do you? How do you feel about spicy beers?
0: Well, it's funny you mention this because I was actually out this weekend for a little bit. I hung out with a, another friend before the band thing, and I had a spicy apple jalapeno cider. They gave it to me as a mistake. They gave it to me for free. I couldn't finish it, and because I'm getting older, it's like it gave me heartburn. And I was just, just no,
1: man. It sounds like, and I've, I've noticed that as I've gotten older, the more beer I drink, as I get older, the heartburn starts to settle in earlier and earlier. Yeah. It's not exactly a fantastic part of aging. Like I don't like, no. I could do without that.
2: You can't, you can't eat all of this meat that Malik Monk is grilling on his Traeger grill without taking a couple of Zantac. Oh, that's different.
1: I'm a damn sure try though. Uh, yeah. Same. I would give it an attempt and then I would have heartburn. And then you put that with a couple of the spicy beers that you mentioned. I don't have a chance.
0: No, no, exactly.
1: I'm getting old. I don't like it. All right, let's move on to the 23rd best Charlotte Hornet of all time. First off, I want to get Doug's impression of Johnny Newman. 24th best Charlotte Hornet of all time. How'd you feel?
2: Fine pick, fine basketball individual, fine coach coach. It's fine.
1: I just—it's not excellent. It's not a fantastic selection there at twenty-four. Not a seem to be enthused, which is—I feel like a I, it was the itself. one
0: I didn't have the—I didn't have an argument. So there. you felt
1: like twenty-four is a good range for Johnny Newman.
0: Exactly. Even fine. Th- despite the fact that you know you again you messed up a couple of times already,
1: you redeemed yourself with Johnny Newman. Yeah, no, I, I think it's been a fantastic list, and I think Johnny—you're probably going
0: to screw it up right here. Though. Up
1: until now was the cherry on top and now we're just going to keep replacing them this is going to be the cherry on top and then we'll get all the way to number one so with no further ado the 23rd best Charlotte hornet of all time is kelly Trapuka. kelly Trapuka coming in at 23rd yo, of all time mad at you. you're that's mad that's nope. is
2: spicy that's as spicy as a notarized beer all
1: right who's angry i'm Let's not
2: hear. i'm surprisingly
1: not going
0: to be angry yeah but Please, folks, when you – again, send all the hate
1: tweets oh, to Walker Mail. I was kind of ready for this. Doug, let's get your reaction first.
2: Oh, man. Way low? Way low? Nah, it's fine.
1: <laughs> you like that? You okay? Tripuka,
2: the, the, the thing you have to like about Trapuca is he is – first of all, the reason we're doing this is because this is a 30th anniversary for the Charlotte Hornets franchise – we are the only podcast breaking down. We're the, the only top, one, the mm-hmm. only one that are, that are breaking down the top thirty Charlotte Hornets of all time. We got here first, so if you see anyone else try to do it, just remember that we were here first, and and Kelly Trapuca was here first, and I think that's that that should factor in.
1: It, it should. Kelly Trapuca was an OG Charlotte Hornet. Yes, he was. And I changed this today, so I had a couple of guys. So You had him higher. I did. I had I had him higher, and then. I looked at his numbers again, just looked at his time here in Charlotte compared to the other guys that I was evaluating. And Kelly ends up being the 23rd best Charlotte Hornet instead of 22nd, 21st, even a little bit higher. And here's why. So
0: basically what you're telling me is sanity kicked in.
1: Uh yeah, yes, I, I feel like it's been I just I'm looking at this, just went from it from different went at it from different angles and I arrived here. So guy, a guy, a two-time all-star before he got to the Charlotte Hornets. He was a two-time All-Star with Detroit. Goes to Utah and starts a huge decline. So goes to Utah, averages 20 a game. His second year in Utah, average, or excuse me, his first year in Utah averages 10 a game. Second year in Utah averages seven and a half. So then he comes to Charlotte as a 29-year-old, first season with the Charlotte Hornets, goes right back up to 22 and a half points, has a good season with the Charlotte Hornets, and it's a guy that has a very good year in the Hornets' inaugural season. Then he goes down steadily, Mm -hmm. but rapidly at the same time. So (laughs) 22.6 to 15.6 points per game. Good Lord. Then 15.6 to 7 in his last season. Started the first two seasons most games, only started one in his last season in the NBA. You look at some of the analytics, the analytics have him pretty decently below the other guys that I was considering to put here at 23 overall. It seems weird because Kelly Trapuca is an OG Charlotte Hornet. I had put him at 23 based on what I've seen from the numbers here, and it's a steady decline, and there you go. We'll get to the other guys that I had put around this area as well in the next couple of episodes. Yes. But Kelly, eventually, he becomes the 23rd best Charlotte
0: Horn. Now, Doug, I do have a question for you. Yes. Would you take Kelly Trapuco or the stunt flying robot?
2: Look at this thing. Look at this, this robot flying in the air. Oh, it's a human robot. It's a humanoid robot that flies in the air, does a pose, and then falls to the ground. So obviously the fact that it can't stay up in the air is, it, is helps. It, yeah. helps, it helps, but it's still concerning that it can get up there to begin with. This is only the beginning.
1: No, you, cause you can jump nah, and climb. Well, and again, are we sure this thing isn't being mil- launched? Why? why yeah, it, it looks like
0: it. It looks like it's being launched. He's not it's not jumping. Like jumping. Is he jumping?
2: Not today.
1: That's so true. again, all it can do is a front flip and we don't know if that stunt dummy well, is just waiting. And give these guys jetpacks and we're done give these guys guns and jetpacks and we're done and then you're you're screwed well
2: well, here's the thing these superhero robots don't have heartburn so they're already they're already ahead of us True, they
1: they don't have any kind of wearing effects if they could drink all day long and not get heartburn so that'd be just fine with them yeah i don't know why we're making these killing machines like the dogs
0: y'all are
1: overanalyzing this no I i don't think i think you're underestimating the power of super jumping robots
0: i you know what I have more faith in the people being stupid that build these things than y'all do. I've got some poll
2: results
1: if you would like them. Sure. I didn't even see the polls that we put up today.
2: Yeah, we've got, is the mailman a good nick- nickname <laughs> oh, for Walker, Walker Mail? Oh, no. Is it a sick name? I should have put that. People is it are a gonna, sick name?
1: People are going to hate. Go ahead.
2: 62% say yes. Oh, yeah, you're damn
1: right. I appreciate are, you guys. Are y'all kidding? Sixty. I appreciate you. Out. You're loyal. 62%? Thank you.
0: 62% of y'all have gone nuts.
1: Nada,
2: your Mission Impossible take was alone, and so is this one. This one's fantastic. Out. Does Tyreek Evans make sense in Charlotte? 71% of our fans say yes. Wow. And finally, is Disney ushering in the robot apocalypse with their animatronic superheroes? 33% of you say it's fine. 67% of you say we're all doomed. So
1: everyone agreeing with. <laughs> oh, the, with, with <laughs> So, yes, I, I agree with the masses today oh, on all three polls. Some
0: of y'all should have been caught in this brawl.
1: Go, <laughs> maybe <laughs> caught a chair. Somebody should have took a swing from Andre Blatch. I love that Andre Blatch. I will is say this, this. It is so appropriate that, that he's in
2: this. If that animatronic Disney superhero were involved in this fight. Thon Mega yeah. would not have had a chance.
1: Fun fact about Andre. No, he broke broken his leg. Uh, got well. Andre Blatch got shot in the leg in a mm-hmm. carjacking in 2005 before he came in the league. Was oh, yeah. also a guy that was fined alongside Gilbert Arenas for the gun. What was it? The gun the motion. Fi- yeah, yes.
0: Yeah. The finger pointing.
1: Yes. Correct. And it's Andre not a really
0: Blatch. fun fact. No,
1: it's it's. I guess it's not. It's funny. hilarious to me. It's a it's a fact. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a fact
1: about Andre Blatch that immediately you see. I mean, it takes no time for Andre Blatch to be triggered enough to swing.
2: Can someone throw an actual punch? See, that's the thing. Number well, 2 like well, there, threw a there's little a baby punch, punch, punch immediately. Punch in the back. This guy did yeah, this, a jump up Yeah, Mario number punch. 7. Yeah, number and 7. And Blatch is
1: out here throwing haymakers. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah, you saw that one. <laughs> saw that, one. <laughs> that was Thawne, the second. One. Then
2: Thawne goes like upper deck for something. Thawne is
1: throwing <laughs> knees the entire time. He, exactly. He he's an awkward he's deer. He's
2: got like a 15 foot reach. Why
0: does he need to Because if he breaks his hand, he's losing some money.
1: I mean, he, that's that's all he's doing is using his knees and his legs. Is, is that's not an effective way to fight? Like, I no, get he might not. be trying to save money, but again, you you're not winning fights that way.
0: No, it's not about winning fights. What basketball players you know actually like to fight? Andre
1: Blatch. Andre Blatch likes to fight. Andre
0: Blatch is from Brooklyn. That makes <laughs> sense.
1: <laughs> so there's a couple guys that like to fight. All right, thanks for listening to Locked Hornets here on the Locked Podcast. We're going to take you out on a party. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Hornets. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. It's your overcast. Wherever you get your podcasts, just search Locked Hornets. More dance party on Wednesday.